Hello, dear listener, and welcome to this edition of Bumfred's Occult. I had recently received reports of disappearances from a local wetland, meadow, and nature reserve proximitous to the village of Lunt. Be careful how you say it, or indeed spell it, because it could be misconstrued as a rather abrupt word for female genitalia. With this in mind, then, I proceeded to the area in question. It must be noted, though, having been playing cricket for my local village team, I had recently stepped upon a cricket ball, rather turning my ankle. It would be some months before Bumfrey delivered his spinning slows for the village team. I furnished myself with a stick with a gold skull atop it, which befitted my Warlockian status, and hobbled around the muddy, desolate wetland, accompanied by my right-hand man, Bunny Arbuthnot. Oh, Bumfrey, terrible weather. What a bloody awful place this is. You're right there, Bunny, but we've got to get to the bottom of the matter. A number of shepherds, cows, sheep, stoats, and even frogs had been reported missing. Frogs are very officious and tend to write me quite a lot of letters. I'm not sure if they're all frogs. Maybe it's someone just pretending to be a frog. I'm not sure. Anyway, so we were there, poddling about, looking for this beast. We had set a number of traps in the environs of the wetland meadow forward slash nature reserve, which appeared to be the territory of this particular denizen of the netherworld. As you may or may not know, I am an authority on occult beasts and have written a number of bestiaries on the subject. I had suspicion, given the environment that we were encamped within, that this was a particular type of nasty fellow that would really suckly head and respond to the traps and bait I had set. The bait included a vegan sausage roll from Greg's, some cheese and onion crisps, and half a milk chocolate hobnob, all wrapped up in Bunny's socks that he'd been used for masturbating in over the years. A delicious combination for a beast, but not much of a snack for a civilised fellow like you or me. Tracks were found, and we followed. Shh, Bunny. Be quiet. I can hear it squiggling about. Oh, oh, Bunfrey, I don't like the sound of that at all. Oh, yes, he sounds like a nasty fellow. We heard a disgusting slurping sound, a bit like this.
Well, you get the general idea. An absolutely disgusting slurping noise is what I'm getting at. We poked our heads through some bulrushes, and there we saw the fucker. Fifteen feet long. Two feet high. Huge bongly eyes on stalks. It was as I suspected. A giant Scottish tartan slug. A real bastard as well. A fucking nasty one. Getting through that sock smorgasbord that I made. No problem at all. This was the eater of a people that we had come to destroy. Fortunately, the slug noticed me. And being highly intelligent, he decided to have a conversation. Hey, Bumfrey, you've come to kill me, have you, you bastard? Well, you have been eating people, um, Mr. Slug, if it's all right to call you that. Eh, it's all right, you fucker. I'm going to eat you first. <laughs> oh, dear. I started to move away as fast as I possibly could, but given my recent incapacitation from the cricket injury upon my ankle, I was not at my most lithe lissom, and indeed, <laughs> pacey. This was a problem, because although the slug was slow, he was beginning to gain on me, rather, and it wasn't helped at all by Bunny, bleached white with fear, pegging off into the distance, shouting, You're on your own this time, Bumfrey! Bunny, you fucker! Things were rather jollied along by the slug, who was a jovial type, despite being a man-eater, singing a selection of Highland songs as he pursued me, trying to eat me. You take the high road, and I'll take the low, and I'll get the Scotland for ye, etc., moving on to... Come where the doors are tough, and come where the hands are clap, and come where the jocks are strap, and Scotland brave. The slow and indeed laboured pursuit, but not as laboured as this improvised plotline, continued, with the slug infinitesimally gaining as I hobbled along, hoping to get back to my vehicular transportation device, the VTD, or car, as I like to call it, and get away from the massive fucking slug that was trying to eat me. It was just then that I remembered that I was nursing a terrible hangover from a rather hefty bout with the lads at the Scotch Piper <laughs> the night before. I had had fifteen pints of cider and I was very much in need of a huge urinatory interlusion, or piss, as I like to call them. With the slug only feet away from consuming me, I swiftly turned, <laughs> undid my belt, dropped my trousers, revealed the bumfrey schlong, which is very large when flaccid, and even larger when erect, and let fly with the longest... <laughs> yellowest, hottest, steamiest, 
and most importantly, saltiest piss that the good God Bacchus had ever put into my bladder. The slug didn't like it at all. Oh, fucking hell. Fuck me, man. You're pissing on my face. You're pissing all over me, man. Fuck. Shite. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Blood. Ah, fuck. Oh, no. (laughs) Fucking hell. Ah, shit. I'm a slug. I'm a Scottish slug. And I'm just, ah, fuck. I'm dissolving. I'm fucking dissolving, man. And by the time I had emptied my rather overfilled bladder, of all the cider that was in it from the previous night's roustabouting, roistering, and bacchanalian excess, I looked up to see, to my great relief, both to my bladder and to my mortal soul, that the Scottish tartan man-eating slug had dissolved into a rather putrescent, yellow pool of nothingness, with just two googly eyes staring up at me, which blinked sadly before themselves dissolving. Bunfrey, despite being injured, had done it again. Bunny had not proved himself very brave in this situation, but I forgave him. Tune in next time for the next exciting edition of Bumfred's Occult. Bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-